0: hey everybody it's rev ddd back for another broadcast so today i was kicking back here just like a few minutes ago actually right before i set all this stuff up to record this i am recording live in my bedroom it is live i am alive i'm here in my bedroom <laughs> so it's like uh twelve i've been up since three o'clock i can't help but to get up at 2 30 every 2 33 out of bed by three anyway wake up about 2 30 every morning and uh um, but I've been going to bed really early. Like I said before, I was going to bed kind of early and pretty early. And, so anyway, um, I was sitting here and I was kicking back and I was, I, was, I was looking at some stuff on the internet. I was looking at stuff on YouTube, just kind of scrolling down the side of the marquee where I was at on this one video. I was watching and just checking out. And um, I, saw, I happened to see something that caught my attention and it sparked an interest. And, and it got me into a conversation with God about, about something that kind of went in a, in a direction I thought was kind of interesting. So I thought I'd share some of that, ooh, uh, some of that conversation with you, and um, well, let's just get get into it from here, because it just came out. It was scripture, and I was just sitting here thinking about this. Okay, so Matthew five twenty five. There's a scripture that says, "Agree with your adversary quickly while you're on the way." Uh, with him, lest he, uh, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer and the officer throw you in prison. Okay. So in other words, it's just basically agree with your adversary quickly. Now that adversary could be anybody. And, but I took it to this round, to this, to this level. And I realized something uh, uh, while I was looking at it, and I went, wait a minute, this is really actually very tactical, very good advice in any situation. Now, here's where my train of thought was coming from. While I was sitting here Looking at that, I had my TV on in front of me, too, and there was some drama going on on there, right, on some sitcom, right? And it was playing off. I think it was like NCIS or something, and I could see it, but I wasn't listening to it because I was sitting there listening to the silence. I was, uh, I listened to a lot of n- noise, a lot. So I was just sitting here. It was nice to have the quiet, so I'm just sitting here in the quiet, just thumbing through things, looking at stuff, you know, just thinking about stuff and praying and talking to God about things. And just every once in a while scanning the TV that's in front of me now, you know? Of course, I go up there and I look at that, and this drama's going on. I'm thinking to myself, you know, you know how people get into fights, and all of a sudden I'm inside of a my inside of a memory, and it was an old memory of a of an older girlfriend. I had an old girlfriend like back in the 80s or something. I don't know. It was which one of them it was. It was just kind of a flash, but it was like more of like more of like a few memories, because you know how you get in fights with your roommates or you get in a fight with your girlfriend that you're living with or your, or your or your wife or whatever, and you know. And so it was just these flashes. And I'm thinking, my. I started thinking about right now how everybody's dealing here in the usa over especially over in the eastern you know across in the midwest and then over you guys we are having nice weather it's 40 degrees out today it was 50 actually this morning i went for a walk at 5 30 and it was 30 degrees out almost 40 degrees 34 degrees 35 degrees something like that and i mean it's close to 40 out there because there was no wind so it was really nice i went for a walk came back i don't ever walk that early unless it's summer you know, or spring. So I do it in the spring. I do walk twice a day in the spring, and I start off in, in summer. But anyway, so and and I'm sitting there thinking about how, um, you know, my cat yesterday had cabin fever so bad, and it was nice outside. And her cabin fever went like this: she was sleeping the whole time we were snowed in, and it was cold as crap outside. And nobody wanted to go outside. I went outside a couple times. I, I'm kind of that way though. I go outside and I bear the. You know, I go outside and I and I go out into the cold weather like that. To force myself to not not be a puss, right? You know, because well, you never know if you're gonna get stuck when you're traveling. I could travel in my car, and I've been I've traveled through blizzards, man. I've had to I've driven through blizzards where I've had to get out, literally scrape the side of the highway with my foot just to see if I was still on the freaking road out there uh, between Na- um, Nevada and Idaho crossed out there on the 90 out there on 95 man on the i-95 uh you, you guys man if you guys have ever been a blizzard right out here on on camas prairie i've driven that a lot too and you know i got a lot i was on a motorcycle i've had it done on a motorcycle i've had to do it doing on you know on a street bike in the middle of a blizzard in february and freaking crazy ass nut okay, I was in, 90, in 1982 so I just take off go to sun valley yeah, well, you know, it was all right. I had to go there for a job and I needed to get there and I didn't have a car, so I took my bike, man. But I was used to riding it. And I rode all, all I rode every year, all year. I rode all year. I learned how to do it. I wasn't it wasn't like I was nuts or something. It was just like kinda just fell into it. Like this is how, how life led me, right? I look back on it now, I'm thinking I was nuts. <laughs> I froze my ass off, man. I mean my fingers are so damn cold, man. I was like, take my Glove off And put my fingers On the fucking head Of my motorcycle engine Bend over While I'm hanging on With one hand I shoved a matchbook See back then We didn't have a lock For the gas So you couldn't like Stick it in like Cruise control On the bike So we'd take a matchbook You know Take a matchbook And shove it down In between the gas And the and the freaking Instrument panel there And freaking And turn the gas You know Turn the freaking The throttle The throttle You just turn it back And and, and sure enough You get it stuck there And you could You could ride for a while Until it vibrated it out But I put my hand On the gas I'd put both my hands On there Man, Shh, ah, oh, let's ride with it, freaking! Oh, good, get my hands nice and warm, and get them back on the handlebars and keep going. Yeah, but you know the things you do for—for for, you know the things you do. Why am I mentioning all this? I just kind of went off on a tangent, but that was a good tangent, though. So, uh, kind of flex out a little bit. Let's get outside the box here, okay? These are my stories; they're not yours. <laughs> they're not anybody's mine, man. So this is, this is how I arrive at things. This is how I am, man. It's okay. Just hang on. It's gonna be entertaining, you'll have fun. Let me paint a pictures for you in your mind so that you can have have a have a nice show there. Just kick back and relax and listen to this, man, because it's just good stuff, man. You know, so I'm sitting here talking to God about things, man. I've been up since three three talking to him, you know. I took a shower if I can wake up. Oh man, oh yeah, I'll shower. my neck feels a little better, but it's kinked up all messed up today. So I've been meditating a lot trying to get that unkinked too, you know. I was kicking back and I was thinking about this and I thought. You know, I would get into this cabin fever thing, right? You get locked up, man, because it snows in. Okay, now cabin fever is basically a snow in thing. You're up in the mountains, you're in the cabin, it's winter, and you get snowed in, and you can't get out of the cabin, and you're locked in with your favorite person until about two weeks go by, <laughs> and then you're pretty much at each other's throats, you know, you to know, throwing things, slamming doors, you know. Slamming in doors because you can't go out. She gets snows all the way up on the roof. And you know, you're like, I'm stuck in here with this nutcase. You know, guys and girls, man. Both of us, we, we create it for each other. Sometimes we just create it, period. Just sometimes we just are. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes it is it's very rare that you will not get along with somebody you live with, right? It's very rare. We hear it all the time, man. Couples are, you know, they live together and they fight. When we know this, because, we, you know, we're adults, right? Come on, let's be adult about it. We're not wearing diapers anymore. Put on our big boy pants. Let's go out and do stuff. You know, one of them is get married now. Kids, you know, and then, that could be just crazy. But it's very enriching though, too. You know, it's good stuff, man. So what the hell's that got to do with anything I'm talking about here? We'll get to it. Believe me, this this is how it work, man. It's how it works, man. So I'm thinking about all these things. I'm thinking about my cat coming in and out and going in and out. Now it's nice outside. She goes out and stays out longer, thank God, because she wants to come in and sit on my lap and I'm doing stuff out here. She starts climbing on my computer while I'm working. I'm like, come on, man. All right, I'll take some time. But I'm always taking time for you. Come on, man. Give me some time, man. All right, I'll take time. So it's a wrestling match, right? But I get it, though, man. I totally get it, man, you know? She's got, she got desires, I got desires, we all got desires, right? Hopefully, all of our desires are like, all hit at the same pace, at the same time, same page. You know, we could just kind of cruise together, right? Sometimes they don't, though. You know, and, you, and it's, it, the Bible even talks about this not going to bed, you know, on your anger, not letting anger, you know, not letting the sun go down on your anger, you know, lest you give the devil room for freaking, you know, messing with you. And what happens sometimes if you don't deal with something right away and get it over with and move on? get stuck there for a lifetime some people can and i know i've been stuck in some of those angry situations with people and from the past that i had that i've carried into the present i'm still having like you know i'm not i don't do it anymore because i am got past that but i had to work through all these this is part of your shadow work is working through all these arguments you have with people in the past that you're still carrying that you're still having with them it could have been 30 years ago and you're still having it you find yourself often going, "No, about that son of a bitch! Just just popping right out of the middle of nowhere." You stop and you know exactly what you mean. I, thinking, I told you," and you don't. And you're like, and there's nobody around but you, <laughs> and you're doing it with your, it's a memory you're having. Believe me, I know, man. I've had them before too. Man, I had to walk, freaking. I walked, I walked it out from 2006 on. I was walking before that, and running and jogging, still jogging. But I call it walking it out. But I was walking it out. I walked it out with God. Uh, 40 years of a walk on some of the stuff and then there was like 50 on some other things and then some was 30 and some were 20 finally got to the end of all of them and and I was like oh thank god And, and you can if you just do it but you gotta lay out you gotta do the work but here's that agreement part, that's where it comes in to agree with your adversary quickly. Where's the adversary at at this point when you're arguing with yourself over something? It's not really, you're not really arguing with yourself though. You're really actually having that memory. You're really having that argument. You're just still having the same argument back then. It's just the person's not present, but they can still feel that. We're still connected. You know, we can still feel that. We can still inflict pain on people. We still need to, we need to do a lot of soul, soul searching and really do some soul cutting too. Some relationships in the past are so toxic we can't be in them. I had to do a lot of soul cutting to get past those just to have a healthy relationship with any woman in my now. You know, that's today, you know, and I have healthy relationships with, with a lot of ladies. Okay, so these were my wife's and my past relationships with women. I didn't want those things to keep carrying those into the next relationship because you carry all that in. All that baggage You just keeps piling up and you get more and more baggage and pretty soon you're a freaking heap of a mess and I was. I didn't deal with it for a lot of years. I learned this when I I had to go to prison for a little bit, you know, and um, the psychiatrist out there told me, you know, and I went, you're right. She was right. I'm smart enough to figure this stuff out. I need this. I read scripture. I know what it means to, what the sins of the parents are passed on to the fourth generation. I know what that means. It's not just the parents. It's us. We pass it on to each other, too. We do it to each other when we inflict pain on each other. We do that constantly, but we need to overcome these things to move on. You can't have a healthy relationship with anybody unless you actually come to a point of agreement so you can walk with them, or you have to split away. Otherwise, you're at each other's throats all the time. That's, no, that's not healthy. It's not healthy for anybody. You won't move past that point. If you keep getting, if you're like two rams on a mountain and you keep button heads and eventually you just keep button heads and your number stops, eventually you're going to either kill each other or, or you just wasted your life, though. Arguing with somebody for nothing, for no reason, over something dumb and petty that was already been over with, or maybe it was something serious. You need to let it go to move on. You yourself need to let it go so you can move on. That's what forgiveness is all about. It's not about letting the other person off the hook because by no means he's off the hook. It's not about that. It's about letting you off the hook. So that you're not carrying that baggage into the next 20,000 relationships or whatever however, however you forge. <laughs> i like to ex- go extreme on relationships because i like to have a lot of relationships but you never know I me mean, man you're out there sewing that stuff if what if you're a world world- class um hockey player or a freaking um or a star or somebody that's out in the freaking spotlight all the time you know or a freaking dancer or a freaking uh, a comedian or a stinking actor or a singer or, or whatever you know you've got the spotlight on you all the time and you're sewing this kind of crap out in the open in the relationships what kind of an example you're setting for you know, the rest of the children and stuff that are looking on you, you know, because usually it's the kids that are really looking at you with glee. I mean, we as adults do, too, because we kind of go, wow, we're starstruck. I mean, look at how, look how Trump took over everything. You know, he's still he's still starstruck over him. He's still in the news. You know, he's still in the news cycles. You know, most talked about, man, the whole world, you know? you know, crazy man. You know, whatever you think about that, the whole thing is, is it's true, you know. You guys should try and think about that. I look at all this stuff and I think to myself, I think, wow, man, we really do put a lot into our relationships. We really do put a lot on one another. We do really, really put a lot on ourselves. And sometimes we need to take some of that off and refocus it and take the glee away from it. All the glamour, all the fairy glamour off of it and look at it for what it really is. You know, it's us having an issue on the inside of ourselves, us being out of touch with who we really truly are. Not having a mission in life. Not having a purpose in life. Connect with yourself. Your purpose will manifest. But see, here's the thing. Your purpose has already been manifest and you've just not seen it. You think you're lost. You're actually not. You're on the path. You just don't don't realize it. Keep going because you'll wake up. And don't tell people that are awake what to do either because they already know what to do. You need to do what you think you need to tell them what to do you think you're whatever you're telling them to do that's what you need to do you need to listen to your own advice because that's who you're really preaching to yourself because those of us that are awake we know what's going on we know that we don't know jack shit <laughs> and neither do you and you especially don't <laughs> we all we all know that you're the ones with the issue thinking you know everything see that's the ego the ego is awake and spiritually you're still asleep your spirit man's still asleep Agree with your adversary quickly while you're on the way with him. On the way with him. with him, Lest he, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge and the judge hand you over to the officer and you would be thrown in prison. Now I'm looking at this. I'm online too, by the way. So I'm going to click over to another page here. We're going to look at this from a different version. I just need to look at my recording. Oh, I'm doing great here. Great, wonderful. <laughs> Learning how to do all this stuff was trailing ever, but thank God. Because I really love doing it. Alright, here we go now. I'm gonna set this mouse down and we're gonna get going. Well, I need it just a tad bit of a... where's my mouse at here. Come here, mouse, get out of there. Get over here. here. I need a little bit of water here, so I'm gonna swig a little water We're going to get on of it. Message Bible has it outlined as Matthew twenty five through twenty six. Or say you're on you're out there on the street and an old enemy accosts you and comes up and like, hey man, you hey dude, you owe me money, man. I'm gonna take you out, man. You said something about my sister. Or whatever, you know. You remember me? Ugh, I'm your bully, I'm your mi- I'm your worst nightmare. I'm stomping a mud hole in you, boy. Get over here. <laughs> you know, or whatever, right? Old enemy he costs you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Just a little flower, okay? <laughs> Make it a little flower okay? Say so don't lose, don't lose a minute. It says the advice is this: don't lose a minute. This is Jesus saying this, man. It says don't lose a minute. Make the first move. Make things right with him. After all, if you leave the first move to him, knowing his track record, you're likely to end up in court, maybe even in jail. And if that happens, you won't get out without, without, a sniff of time, or with a stiff fine. Stiff fines, I was a a stiff fine. I'll sniff a time, i spending some time, spending some time so you won't get out without a stiff fine, man. So, I mean, basically, the whole point is this, man, it costs you a lot. Jesus talked about counting the cost of things, right? It costs you a lot. It costs you. Listen, how much does it cost you to stand there and argue about something for days and days with your girlfriend over something stupid? Just agree with her. Con- that's where the compromise comes in See a lot of people don't seem to realize this The only way a relationship works is with this type of compromise Where you just One of you just grows up, puts some pants on And says, okay it's cool, I agree You're right, I'm wrong Whether you're freaking right or wrong or not Listen What does it say, okay you. It's Jesus said this, he says What does it gain you if if you Gain the whole world but you lose your soul Now think about that in line with a relationship what does it gain you if you gain the higher ground by, by being the by being the asshole and fucking remaining in your stubborn position and being blah, 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 and never actually saying, okay, you're right, even if you're wrong. Just to end the argument, just to diffuse the argument. Where are you standing out if you're that way when you actually end up costing that and that person goes, oh man, it hurts that person more and more and you keep hitting them, keep hitting them and keep doing that. And what do you end up doing pushing them away from you, right? I had a friend of mine used to chew my ass out over shit all the time. I eventually, I stopped being friends with him because he does that and it's wrong for him to do that. First off, I'm older than he is and he has no right to do that either. But second off, and who in the fuck are you, man? You know, you're not me. You don't got to make those decisions, but you're not God. See, that's what I'm saying. And you don't have to stand and put yourself in a position over a person and just remain there. Oh, what's right, blah, blah, blah. And I freaking struggle with that one hard. You know, I do. I struggle with it too, just like everybody else does. But I, I look and I see which way is right with this. And sometimes I get it right and I say, Oh, it doesn't matter. Pick your battles, but actually sometimes you just just need to just say, Hey, just to love that person. Let them have the higher ground. Listen, it's your if it's your spouse, your wife, your girlfriend that you're building a life with, your partner you're building a life with, if it's your partner, man, wouldn't you want your partner to succeed? Good God, man, I do. That makes more that means more to me. Then my success over them. Lording that success over my friends. I don't do that, that's why I play. People hate it when I play games with them, board games, and card games. I, when I play with my friends, I mean. When I play with people I don't know, I don't give a shit, I'll play and fucking win. I know how to win games. Um, but I, and sometimes I lose them, but I don't, I, I there's, I, I, I ma I met, I have come to terms with this in agreement and accepted it a long time ago, so I'm going to say this publicly. I am magical, and so are you. And there are, there are, well, <laughs> I'm finding out there's no limits to your magic. But there, there, there is a starting place for it, so I'll find out what you're magical in and start practicing. You're here to have fun, man, not to freaking be suppressed by all these people's rules, that are, are especially religious rules, because those are reckless bullshit. That's to hold you back in life. You're supposed to, to gain, be gaining in the knowledge of God, growing up into the fullness of the statue of the man of Christ Jesus, which he had the mind of God. It says so in Scripture. So read Colossians 3. You know, the fullness of God dwelt in him indeed, in his bodily form. Deity dwelt in Christ in bodily form. His bodily, physical, physical body, his physical body. God dwells in his dwells in our physical bodies his fullness, his mind is within us what, what do you think it means to put on the mind of God put on the mind of Christ, put on the mind of God it says that in scripture, put on the mind of Christ, put on the mind of God also in the same verse basically by by the way, in the same portion of scripture right there put on the mind of God put on the mind of Christ, put on the mind of God go look it up, it's in the New Testament I'm not going to tell you where it's at, you go find it study it yourself and look at it and see what it says and agree with it because that's true that's who you are now, not who you're going to be. This is for us to operate in now, not sometime in the future. Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, man. So he agrees with your adversary quickly. Why? What would it make difference? What if that adversary is stronger than you or has more power, can see the crap out of you, or, you know? take everything from you is what it's saying basically take up your time but listen to this check this out what is the ultimate prison for you is your soul being in prison being locked into a fucking argument with somebody 20 30 years ago that you haven't healed from and you're now back in their life and maybe you guys weren't eating each other's lives for a lot of years and now you're back in each other's lives and you're fucking each other taking each other uh, uh, taking it out on each other fucking each other over constantly taking the freaking bullshit out on each other because you're both are stuck there and maybe one of you is stuck there and you're just sucking the other one into it and the other one doesn't even know knows that you're not knows that he's not stuck there or she's not stuck there and knows that you're doing that too and you're trying to stop it from happening and you're freaking still fighting it what if that's going on see how crazy that sounds stupid doesn't it it's a waste of time people Count counts the cost. It counts time. It counts years. Guess what it does too? makes you physically sick. Did you know that every cell in your body is now programmed with that argument? That's why you have the memory. If you don't change it on the cellular level, it won't change. But you can. Here's good news. You can change it. I learned how to do it by pressing into Jesus. And he taught me everything I'm teaching. I've been spilling all this out for years. And he's taught me all this stuff and led me to it. And then, And then after he's told me this stuff, then I find... Inf- the 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 confirmation either on the internet or when I'm talking to people or I'm like oh, what the hell everybody how do you know this stuff I don't, I don't know they're, I know people that don't even talk to God that know this stuff and I run into them and they're, and they're growing at the same rate of knowledge too I'm going like, wait this I'm uh, wait well I had an awake oh uh, I'm finding waked up people I'm finding people that are awake and understand this that operate that it. once it's once it be, it's head knowledge until it becomes your until it becomes your freaking default setting, and then it becomes re- your regular operating program. Your, you know, it just does, you know. And, and when it does, you look uh, you look back and you go, wait a minute, I realize it. This doesn't just apply to one thing. This applies to every relationship I have. If I want to have a smoothed out, happy life, I need to quit giving a fuck about so much little stuff that is petty that gets me into. Relationship sabotage, whether it's self or other people, <laughs> you know. You see what I'm talking about? And feeling miserable all the time. <laughs> I'm miserable, and I love company. Company, I'm going to rip your lips off. <laughs> you know, because you just, <laughs> that's how misery is. It just wants to get you and just corrode you and do anything it can to just hold you down and make you, but also make you feel as evil as it does. How How can anybody thrive in that? And expect to last. You don't. What ends up happening? Heart disease, fucking other kinds of diseases. Uh, you're prone to freaking worry. And when you're prone to worry, guess what? You're on your ship that's on shaky ground. You haven't built your house on the freaking rock. You've built it on the sand. So you've been building your house on sand, and it's on shaky ground. Guess what happens? The waves come up. And guess what? You know, have you ever stand there on the edge of the ocean, right there at the edge where the ocean waves come up? And then it comes up, and maybe the waves come up, and they go up over your ankles. And it goes up to maybe your the middle of your of your uh, of your calves maybe your shin high you know middle of your shins and then it goes back out and then start sliding your feet to the sand. you know what happens? You slide really fast through the sand and you can feel the energy pulling you into the ocean, towards the ocean, and it carries you. You skim across it in, in, within the sand. As the water's coming out of the sand, you're skimming on that water too. And the air that's creating in the pockets right? the pockets of air that it's created by it. And you skim, You longer know, you can look at it, it bubbles up and everything, but freaking along, you freaking cruise along, you can glide really fast, you glide really fast. So it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. I really loved it when I was a kid, I discovered it. And I, I dreamt about doing that every time I went back to the ocean, so whenever I went back to it, I do I just loved it, and I still do it to this day. Here's the thing, though, about that. Hey, you notice when you're doing that, how close, how much further you're pulled out to the ocean? All of a sudden, you look back and how far, far away from the beach you really are. Yeah. And you get caught up in that, and you're lost in that space for a second. It seems like you get more out of your time that way. Oh, well, there's a back current, too, to life. And you can get more out of your time if you just get out of this the sticking points get on with your life and get on with the real current and into the flow there's a back current in the flow that can hold you in a space where you can get more out of your days you can redeem more of your time he talks about that in scripture and i never understood that until just recently and i saw that just a few days ago revelation again and i'm like oh my god it's true you know it's just like my bladder man i used to let it used to run my life I had to run to the bathroom if I had to take a piss. I had to run, or if I was walking, I would had to find a telephone pole somewhere by a bush and jump into it real quick. I know, and I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't want to take it for freaking exposure because that's a freaking bullshit ticket. But man, if you got a piss, you got to piss, but I'm not gonna piss my pants, you know. So anyway, thank God I have not got. It. But I realized something that I've been practicing ever since, and I, I do it with the water running. I do it while I'm in the shower too. You are like what? Were you pissing the shower? No, no. No, I tell my bladder and tell my body, I'm in control, not you. And I and I don't do that with me standing there squirming around trying to you know keep myself in going pee. No, I calm down and relax, and I say it to myself, even if I feel like I got a piss right then and there. I just calm down and go the opposite direction of what my body's wanting me to do, which is get antsy and run to the bathroom. I'm in control of this body, not, not in control of me. You're, you're you're the ones you're the thinker you're the consciousness that's in this body. you're in control of it. God wants you to mature so that you can operate like him. How do you think miracles happen by us getting out of our damn way uh, by us getting this I was in the worst possible place I could be in here most pra- and the most powerful miracles happen. spiritually speaking I'm in the worst possible place I could be in sometimes and the most powerful miracles have happened but I've also seen them happen not in that space, so it didn't matter whether I was in that space or not, what it mattered was whether I was getting out of the way of the flow of the spirit by faith operating by faith not operating by freaking oh I don't want to do it because I don't feel good <laughs> I'm sad today <laughs> somebody heard me I said, they say bad things I don't want to <laughs> no, it's, it's by completely doing the opposite of that crap Instead of freaking people pushing, you know, every time somebody hit me and knocked me down, I get right back up and start swinging. Or or not, depends on the situation, you know, because sometimes the knockdowns aren't necessarily a fist fight, right? <laughs> Maybe it's the Irish, Scotch-Irish in me that just won't quit, won't give up. Or the Bohemian in me that just sees the better in everything, sees good in everything everywhere I go. And just wants to play music to it all the time, <laughs> you know, amuse it with some music, you know. I don't know, man, you know? I you know that's the nomadic side of me that wants to go and travel. I'm still dreaming about jumping in a motorhome and crowds cruising around the country and getting, getting pictures, man. I want to make infinity posters and stuff like that with inspirational quotes on them and shit for... I've seen stuff in Tokyo, Japan, in office buildings during meditation. Uh, my, my artwork and my posters, too, those uh, nature posters I make from over here in America where I've been taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty trippy. I've seen it in your meditation. I've seen some stuff the other day and during meditation that blew me away. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't wait to see that, man. I'm not going to share all this with you. I'll just share one thing there. It's probably, oh, it's okay to share that. I already you know I got some artwork over there already. Anyway, I got a friend of over there. so. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about, you know, in the commerce building, one of their, anyway, no, I was, I'll go into that one. Cause I can still see that one's a really fresh one, too. It's right in my eyes right now, so. I'll uh, we'll just let that one manifest. Or not. Maybe it'll manifest something else. Manifested the weather. Turned it cold again here though. Had to, cause we needed some warm weather for a day. That cold would come through here, it was way too much. Came down from the north, they said, from Canada. Man, that was cold, man. Some people died over there in, in Buffalo and some other places and they're still still digging out Buffalo. But the snow is needed, we need that snow. The Rocky Mountains, we need snow, I mean, come on. these people over here in the West, man. We need it on the Rockies. And I was praying for Rocky Mountain snow. Thank you for the snow. I prayed for cold weather to hold it down. It did come down huh? on so us. Thank you for that. I don't know about the East, cause I don't pray over there. I pray for over here, that's where I'm I'm located over here. So it's like, I look at the bigger picture and drop, you know, get off the earth and look at it and go, wow, we need some help, man. You know? We need water to drink, people need water. Man, they're on rationing. Rash- they're rationing water in California, by the way. Right now. Mm-hmm. You know. Can't turn on your faucet for very long. Can't water your grass, obviously, but It's winter, so. But down there, winter's like, woohoo. <laughs> you know? It's still green in the winter there. Actually, it's green in the winter there, yeah. More like brown in the summer a lot of times. I lived down there for a while, and I loved it. It was really nice down there. But, man, I'll tell you what. Fire gets kicking up, man. She- Last place you want to be is in a eucalyptus forest, surrounded by eucalyptus trees. Those things are whew, carcinogenic to the max, man. <sighs> Talk about burning up, burning down house. My house, didn't, in for nasty weather. Cool, baby. It <laughs> ain't cool at all. <laughs> it's bad shit, man. Just think about all that stuff, man. Fire. Prison of fire. You know how anger is? It's like a prison of fire. If it carries on day after day, year after year, eventually it starts eating in your bones, gets into your marrow, it's in your cells. Your cells are now angry and they're in this dissonance. You can't have your cells in dissonance in any part of your cell. Your, your, Your DNA has changed. It changes your DNA, by the way. Did you know that negative thinking changes your DNA? It literally does. The more you stew on things, the worse it gets. And it does. And it's literal. And you're a bath of it. You're a bath. You're a petri dish. Your body is a freaking solid petri dish of stuff going on. Processes going on. We don't even realize are going on. And, and and it can get screwed up so easy just by our stupid, stinking thinking. Our mindsets. Our evil mindsets. What well, happened towards the one of my, Guy comes at me and says, Man, I don't even believe you're a Christian anymore. I'm like, Whoa, Judge Judge We're at 31 minutes 40, 50, 54 seconds 31 minutes, 54 seconds right now Right now it's 1.10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Boise, Idaho Yeah, it's a beautiful day outside Right now, it's nice out there Snow melted here in the city For the most part, might be some patches somewhere Where it's shady, but It'll come back though, we're not done yet The enemy comes up in the street and it costs you Don't lose a minute Make the first move and make things right with him That's some good advice It's good advice to do that In your relationships, in your home It's good to do that, man We used to have this motto here And that was a policy for restaurants Here in Boise for a long time Was here. I'm not sure if it's the same policy anymore Because I've seen people get kicked out now (laughs) For all kinds of stuff but, um, yeah, but policy was the customers were always right. When I was a cook, I had no way around that one. Thank God I never had a meal come back except two. One because, one, because the guy wanted it so rare that I couldn't cook it. I couldn't bring myself to give it to him, to serve him a raw piece of meat. I threw it on the grill, put it on, turned it over, took it off, put it on the plate. And he said it was still cooked too much. My boss had to come out, Terry. You know, I was just Terry. was back in 1970 something, 74, something like that. Back when I was a cook, when I first started cooking a sizzler. And um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so the boss, Terry, comes over there and he goes, he does it, takes it out, and the guy takes it. He did exactly the same thing I did. And did, uh, then Terry said to me, he goes, he just wants me to cook it. Don't worry about it. on you. <laughs> the guy tipped me, though tipped me and said, sorry for the aggravation. Tipped me five bucks, man. Back then, that was a lot of money, man. I was like, fuck, all right, man. Yeah, I could eat. I get to eat. I get to eat. I get to eat. I <laughs> be my wife, man. What did eat? I, I get to eat. I got a $5 tip. <laughs> it went a long ways, believe me, back then, dude. Yeah, when you're making fucking two thirty five an hour, it goes a long ways. Yeah, oh, 2 an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, now you guys are all putting some stuff in perspective. 70s was not easy. It was hard and crap on me. I wish I would have, like, buried a hatchet with people early on, like my mom, my dad, instead of carrying it for years and then having to deal with it later on. The older you get, the more it's sunk in, the harder it is to get out. The harder, the more the work you have to do. The more I had to do these I ams to change and reverse all the bullshit I let everybody tell me I was instead of believing who I am. Believing what God says about you is more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know it says in scriptures that you know everybody has gifts. It says, you're, it says in are scriptures that your gift will make room for you and bring you for a great man. It says that in Proverbs. Your gift, your gift. Gift your talent. You know. I wonder about that one. Gift makes room for you. What does the hell does that mean? It seems like man my gifts always made me enemies more got me into fights or ridicule or under scrutiny or freaking criticized or whatever until I got away from my family (laughs) and my and the friends I grew up with and get out in the world and guess what it did make room for me brought me before great people lovely people wonderful people people that really love God and love people that just really have a heart for the the right things in life want to live a wholesome life long wholesome lives man do a lot of good, build things that are wonderful for people. I'm taking my shoes off, by the way, because my feet are killing me. We're going to wrap this up in a few minutes, but... I was out walking around for a while. I had to go to the store, get some water. I drink uh, spring water, because um, I am not drinking that freaking fluoride. Enough fluoride with everything else. I don't need it. Pineal gland needs to calcify so you can see things, guys. You may be able to be tapped in to the Spirit, keyed in, born that way, and have your eye open but still not hoping because of some of the things that you believe. You're going to keep believing that baby stuff, the infant stuff that they teach infants, you know, primary stuff. Go to church on Sunday. Make sure you go to school and get an academic so you can go to college and waste your life freaking in a career that you're never going to actually be able to freaking make any head wave in it. Or you're going to be a pioneer. You're going to be a rascal. You're going to go out and you say, God, here I am. Use me. Let's go. So I'll tell you something. I didn't ever have money to, and I dreamed of doing it all those years. And every single thing I dreamed of going to do, I learned how to do without going to college. Interesting. I even ended up studying... Some of the material they could study in college for some of the things I learned, psychiatry, psychology. I'm um, not going to hold this stuff, I'm not going to. But things that would have wasted my time if I would have went because I don't even use them. Trigonometry. And if I was an engineer maybe. I'm not an engineer. Not a fabricator. Could have been if I had a maybe. But see, I'm not that guy. It's not my wheelhouse. But what is in my wheelhouse? I did gather the info in. What are you doing? Were you wasting your time on this earth by doing nothing? By being in a petty argument with somebody from the past and still holding you back? Oh, I can't get out of my house because I'm stuck. Because I'm stuck in this. I'm so mad. I'm so angry. I'm so hurt. Ah. Come on, man. Don't close yourself, man. Don't close yourself off in life. There's so much to learn is what I'm trying to say. So much you can learn. And so much more to do. So much good you can do. Make an impact. Go freaking lift up your neighbor, man, who's down right now, who hasn't seen anybody for days because he's shut in. If you're in a place where it's snowed in, man, you know people got cabin fever. Come on, baby. Be cool. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Go out and touch somebody's life and see what happens. I'll guarantee you God shows up and you have a good time. And we've received the the podcast, so don't stay caught in a bunch of old, stupid arguments from the past. Make the first move. Make things right with your adversary. Free yourself. Free them. And have a good time. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy, baby. It's the only way to fly. All right, man. Well, don't touch it out because I will be back. (laughs) Yahoo! Rev (laughs) TTT. Universal broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev. (laughs) GDG. <laughs> <laughs>